Hello. Hi, everybody. How are we doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I feel <laughs> we've just had our little, I mean, it's been a while since we've seen each other in person, so we just have this big Marvel, Marvel oh, catch-up. We, we're, we're a little bit late because we, we got talking about uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and She-Hulk and, and all the good TV shows that are out at the moment. Rings of Power. Oh, yeah. Man, isn't it good no, to be in this age of television? Uh, it, it really is, but we're a gaming podcast. So I know, we got a bit carried away. We, we did. Drop Bear, thank you so much for that sub, my dude. Hello, hi Dormat and Aussie Blood and Natty as well. And Gamma in there as well. So good to see everybody. Hi. Oh. What have you th- been up to? I have. Um, it feels like I've been really busy, but I don't know. Like I sit there to think about it. Like other than work, like I've been playing a bit of games, which I'll talk about my bloody good game of the week in in a bit because I've been having a lot of fun with that. Mm. I've been reviewing. Um, I think I think I can say the name Metal Hellsinger. I've, I've got a review copy of that oh. that I've been playing. Um, embargo, it's embargoed though, so I can't really tell you anything about it until um, next Tuesday. I think it, the, the review will go up on GameOnOz.com. <coughs> but you can see, you might have seen today it's coming out on Games Pass as well. And um, I'll give you a hint: if you can play it for free, you should play it. <laughs> But I like there were so many good mm-hmm. September announcements because we we're talking about Metal Hell Singer mm-hmm. and also like I really want to play that and then on the other side of things I also want to play Disney Dreamlight Valley because <laughs> uh, I think it it's up for early access which I think is I think it's on Steam at the moment and, and Switch and I think yeah I'm not sure I was watching um, a streamer Jerdman play it last night which does kind of like it's got a bit of a story in there with like some old school characters like one of the first ones you meet is Merlin the wizard from Sword in the Stone. Oh, Sword I love in the Stone. him. Yeah. It's so good. I remember Jerdman making the comment like it feels like they've made this game for uh adults that loved old Disney at the moment. Oh, so. that's good. I feel like a lot of old Disney characters get forgotten about um mm. which is like I, I don't know I I'm, I'm like kind of trailing off a little bit here but I know at the moment in uh, I, I can't remember if it's Disneyland or World in the US mm. at the moment. Uh, they're bringing out a whole bunch of old characters or really obscure ones like Madame Mim. Oh, my God. Um, they've got Sid what? from Toy Story, uh, Dr. Facilia from uh, um, Princess of the Frog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the I can't Princess remember what the event is, but, like, yeah, they're just bringing out, Ooh. like, the characters that aren't out usually. When, when like are they going to bring out, like, the Atlantis Lost Empire stuff and um, what was it, Treasure Planet at that time? yeah. The rescuers, but I don't know how. Oh the my rescuers, god! But and I, I and the rescuers so down under. Uh, was, uh, how oh, cool! Down under how cool was, was it as an Aussie kid to see this movie? And it's just like in, in Australia. Yeah. But anyway, we're that, that's movies. <laughs> we're we're gaming. We're gaming. Yeah, Disney, Disney Dreamlight. That's why we're talking yeah. about it. So yeah, that's Ooh. also coming to Game Pass. So there's a whole bunch mm-hmm. that have been announced for this month. So I think it's a really good uh, variety as well. So, uh, but yeah, that's a whole other. Yeah. We'll have a kettle of fish to talk about in another day, I think, because we've got that's, a lot to talk about tonight. That's it. So <laughs> we're, we're going to jump right in here with some bloody good games of the week. So, Stormy, what have yes. you been playing that you've been enjoying? Oh, don't laugh at me, but I have been back on the Elden Ring grind oh. again. Uh, I don't actually think I, this has been my bloody good game of the week before. Um, and I know, I think we talked about it when Pete reviewed it, mm. potentially. That's the last time we mentioned it here. Now, this is my first Souls game. Just to clarify, and I only got it because I saw Pete's review, and I felt like every one of my friends was also getting Elden Ring. Um, so obviously, Elden Ring is Bandai Namco, uh, Bandai Namco and From Software. Um, 
and I, oh my god, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I think if I knew what I was getting myself into, I wouldn't have picked it up, uh, <laughs> like straight up. Uh, but a lot of what I do when I play games, especially on stream, is I always like to try new games or styles that I haven't played before. So, you know, getting out of the comfort zone, things like that. I'm looking at this clip now and I went, oh yeah, I went there, I went there. Um, but yeah, Elden Ring is something I never expected myself to enjoy as much as I have. And the fact that I've gone back to it twice on stream in the last couple of weeks is, uh, I think, just... I don't know. I'm, I'm just addicted it, to the... It the feels like one of those games that, because it's just so challenging, like, it releases those endorphins when you finally beat yeah. a boss. Or even like, just, like, some of the, the other enemies in the game. Like, they're pretty tough. Like, for anyone who does know me in general, um, or just as someone who games a lot, I'm incredibly stubborn. Like, I will, I will willingly go and try out an area or approach an enemy that I know that I'm not well equipped for. Like, I know I'm underleveled. But my stubbornness is just like, you know what? Just go do it anyway. Uh, and... I, I was describing this to someone else before. The highs in Elden Ring, are, like they, they bring you up so high because you're just like, yes, I defeated this enemy. I feel incredible. I could do anything. Um, and then you just go to the completely opposite side where you just had the lowest lows with the game and you're like, this is too hard. I hate this game. Uh, this game is just... And like I just... Uh, yeah, it's just my, it's my stubbornness. I know it's all on me. But I... Just, I think pick, since picking up this game, I just applaud anyone who's played any of the Souls games who's a Souls fan because the amount of patience you kind of need to have with oh, these yeah. type of games is incredible. Um, well, there's a tree sentinel. I've defeated that one. I'm very proud of that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really cool. I have gone the uh, the mage class, and before anyone comes to me, like I know the mage one is supposedly the, the easiest one to start with. I decided not. I'm good for easy. Well, that's the thing. You don't have to be in, good at a game to play it. And if, yeah. if there's an easy option for in, a particularly hard game, I'm going to bloody take yeah. it. <laughs> Just play the game if you want it. Because, like, I had someone come into my stream and their name was Mage Disliker or something like that. And I was like, Aw. I wonder what his feelings on the matter are. <laughs> and I was like, don't hate me, don't hate me. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just uh, – the game itself is beautiful. My God, was that just Cousin It that ran across the screen there? <laughs> There was also this weird spider, like some of the monsters in here are, are incredible, like in a really like detailed way and like some like the different sceneries that you go through are just gorgeous and I don't know, I, I, I'm again so surprised this, this game has really grabbed me and had me so addicted to it. Um, that I could be wanting to verse a boss for over an hour, you know. Look, it's, it's the challenge of it, though. Like we were talking a bit before the show about how, um, you know, I, I've played a couple of Super Mario World ROM hacks, Kaizo hacks, and for those that that know Mario and that community, Kaizo hacks are not easy. Like they're hard, and like, there's there's one Super Quickie World which has a last stage that is notoriously difficult for new players because Quickie World kind of gets recommended as a new. Um, as a new, as a hack intro hack for beginner people getting into Kaizo, and like the game's fine until it gets to here, and I must have spent six hours bashing my head against the wall trying to finish this level, <laughs> and they're not long levels. They, and I just kept going and going and going, and eventually I uh, I gave up and I came back to it a while back. 
probably a few months ago when I just played it. And, um, and yeah, I got, got up to there again and had, like, my first couple of attempts at that level, I had progress. I'd gotten further yeah. than I had ever gotten before and, and then I was done. Another two hours sunk into that level trying to beat it. it yeah, just, absolutely. Like, I – like, it's, it's, it's a gorgeous game and I am still learning as I go because the whole inventory and crafting system – uh, or even just the leveling up the character kind of aspect and mechanics, mm-hmm. I'm still trying to wrap my head around because it's so incredibly detailed. Uh, but I just, uh, yeah, it's bloody hard. But man, the feeling you get when you do defeat something oh, is just incredible. So and I am, I am admittedly quite glad I did push myself out of my comfort zone and try something new. So Release those endorphins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'm determined to get back to it again, but uh, I'm definitely addicted to it now. So, yeah, Elden Ring is my bloody good game of the week. Awesome. And <laughs> I am still not going to play it because, like, I'm – like no, I almost got talked into it. Like at the like, I almost talked myself into it because everyone yeah. said that's oh, gonna be such a good game, and I, it had somehow escaped my notice that it was a from software game. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh, I could do it. And then I must have gotten very close to buying it. And then I've seen it's from software, and I'm going, oh no, no, those <laughs> oh, are the guys that made know. made Dark Souls. I am not <laughs> in for this. I'm gonna have a bad time if I try and play this game. Oh, um, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a commitment. Of sorts. Mm. And it's just, it's one of those games where you do have to sit down a few hours aside to really get into it. Because otherwise, like an hour isn't enough. Like you won't mm. go get through very much. Um, I just want to quickly say, I'm uh, just having a look at the chat. Uh, Gamma says that their game of the week is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle Ooh. R. It's a remaster of the PS3 fighter that's based on the manga slash anime. JoJo uh, Bizarre's Adventure has been getting a little bit of love lately because I think there's like an RPG that's come out because it's an, an, an anime series. I've heard yeah. of it and I've heard it's good, but I don't know much about it admittedly. Mm. So um, oh, yeah. that's really cool. Um, Doormat, uh, Elden Ring is a very pretty game, but holy shit, it is hard. Uh, Natty, gamer of my own heart. Oh, so Natty, I imagine, is an Elden Ring fan as well. And Gamma said someone did a VR mod for Elden Ring. No, that's too scary. No. No, can you imagine? Can you imagine like? Can you imagine like having to roll away from an enemy in VR? <laughs> like, how does how would that go? Like, is there just a button and the headset suddenly does backflips or something? Surely there'll or, be a uh, whole lot of motion sickness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's, could be interesting. But interestingly enough, second to the big enemies, my biggest uh, downfall in terms of dying is fall damage. <laughs> I yeah it. It, I feel that in my soul. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not pretty, especially when you've got about 4,000 runes in your pocket and when you go back to get it when you drop them the first time, you fall again. Mm. Uh, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah it's, it, it's good though, I promise. <laughs> the, game's, the game's really good. <laughs> nice. All right, well, um, my bloody good game of the week is one I found on Games Game Pass. Not Games Pass. We also discuss. No, I just it's going to be Games Pass. It's going to it's it's Games Pass. I don't care what I, what everybody else says. Xbox, you're wrong. It's Games Pass, not Game Pass. Um, but anyway, yes, I found this on Game Pass. Tiny Kin, like, and it, I've seen the trailers for this one, and it kind of looked. Pikmin-like to me because you get these little creatures called Tinykin and it's like a miniature world that you go around in and and just like do random things and and it's it's just really cool and chill like the only way you can really die in the game is once again from fall damage but I learned pretty quickly that even from the really big heights because you've got this bubble that lets you 
um, just float along for a bit and eventually it'll run out. But if you like just take a little bit of like care with it, you can just gently use it on the way down and it'll just slow your fall so you, you don't die from it. Um, and also, like this trail is reminding me of other ways you can die because he doesn't like water. He will, he will, any touching of the water will just die and there's plants that can eat you. Um, so there are other ways that you can die, but it's for the most part, it's just a good little like um, 3D sort of puzzly platformer type game because like, the Tinykins will do different things. Like the first one you come across uh, is a strength one. So you get a few of them and they carry stuff away. And that's the thing for me that draws the most comparisons to Pikmin because that's one of the things I remember about Pikmin is getting all your little flower mates together and they carry something off. Um, but there's also ones that explode. There's ones that conduct electricity. I just unlocked one this afternoon that, like, when they string, string together, they've got, like, wings that they put out and they create a bridge. Oh, that's so you can so walk cute. up a bridge. And, yeah, it's, it's just really, really cool. Um, I really uh, like the art style as well mm. and that kind of mesh between, like, they're obviously 2D in, like, a 3D space mm. as well. I think it's really gorgeous. Yeah, it is really it is really nice to look at in because you're right. The, like the model, all the character models are kind of two D ish, almost like Paper Mario. Like yeah, so, when when you that. sort of flip, you can sort of see see that it's only really in a two dimensional plane, um, but the environment's three D and it's it's just yeah. I've just been having such a nice time with it, and it's um, how far into the game are you at the moment? I think I'm almost finished. So oh, it's, it's it's a r- pretty short little game there, yeah. which which I, I honestly I'm. I really quite like if mm. I, and it's one thing that Game Pass is good for for me is if I see a game that I like, I can I'll try it, give it a go, and more often than not, they're only a few hours mm. long, and you just go, cool, I'll do that because I think, uh, it must be about four or five hours into it, I reckon, and yeah. I've probably got another couple of hours to go and and be done with it. There's something nice about like as you know. Compared to a really big open world game like Elden Ring, because I feel like there's so many big open world games there at the moment. There's something nice about having a short game that like makes it feel really achievable mm. as well, especially on a platform like Game Pass where there's so many great mm. short games to pick from as well. Yeah, and and that's it. Like, and I found so many cool little indie titles that, that I've been wanting to play. And I think like I I like games with story in a lot, but if they've got like a little hook they generally don't overstay their welcome either. So, like, if you've got a really good horse concept and a really cool way that it plays, you don't need to make a 15, 20, 30-hour mm. game to try and make use of that concept. You can just make a handful of really well-designed levels yeah. and that that can be it. Less yeah. is more. That's right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But but yeah, I've been absolutely enjoying Tiny Kin and just like the environments as well, because it's like in in this house that's been overrun by plants and whatnot, and and there's things like there's one level where you have to get um, it's like a a sacred song to play, but what it really is is a CD that you've got to get from wherever it is up to the CD player and then power the CD player uh-huh. and and things like that, and it's just it's just fun, it's just good light-hearted fun. Is this something that's new to Game Pass? I don't think I've I seen think, it. I think before. it is. I think it's only just come out, like oh, as a yeah, game. Oh, yeah, this is coming thirtieth mm. of August, actually, on the on the video there. So it's not. Well, is it, it's only like a week old? Yeah, or just over. Yeah, it's it's brand new to Game Pass. Um, I'm, I I think it's a brand new game as well. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Go play Sweet. it.
Awesome. Yeah, definitely recommend it. That's my bloody good game of the week. Thank you to Aussie Broadband for, for sponsoring that little segment. Thanks, Aussie Broadband. Mm. I'm just reading the chat here as well. Hi, Raven. How you doing? Did Stormy get a new box? She's taller than straight today. I just realised I usually wear uh, trainers, but I'm wearing sandals that have a bit of a heel on them, so I'm cheating a little bit. Don't worry, I can't keep this up. My, my <laughs> calves are going to hate me. I, I, I actually didn't. I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't realise. Maybe I should wear them more often. My feet are a bit more painful than today, though. <laughs> I didn't really think this through. Uh, but welcome. We, and could, <laughs> we could get you a bigger box if you like. I don't know. I'm worried I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch a hole through this box with these <laughs> heels, actually. I'm a little concerned. Maybe a little step ladder one. instead. Yeah. Or a bar stool. I think Drop, mm. Drop Bear said a bar, a bar stool. Probably wouldn't stand on it, but a nice mm. high one for me to sit <laughs> on, I think, would be nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... Not that short. It's just Jim and Peter are really tall, so maybe I should. I am. I am like often. six foot, so yeah, I'm not short. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, let's continue on. So, if you've been paying attention to our socials uh, yesterday, it was, and um, I've seen it being shared around today as well. Goa has a PAX panel. Woo! So good. Been lo- been uh, working on this one for a little bit, and glad to uh, to announce it. So we're doing a. A panel on how to host a charity stream on um, the seventh, so that's the Friday at PAX at ten thirty a.m. in the Galar Theatre. So that's ten thirty Eastern Standard Time. So actually, by then, oh, is by then is it daylight savings time? Oh, I, no, I don't no, get no, so. no. Wh- whatever the time in Melbourne is. It's <laughs> seven ten thirty. I don't. I get confused with daylight saving mainly because we don't have. If we had it, I think I wouldn't be as confused. But yeah, dealing with multiple time zones is not my forte. <laughs> yeah, time zones in general. Just mm. oh man, I get so lost. But PAX isn't too far away now, which is really exciting, and I'm so glad we finally got to share that yesterday because mm. you know it's something we've been like we've known about for a little bit so mm. it feels good to let everyone know that we have a panel there and i'm i love this topic that we've got for our panel mm. as well um, it, it's such a good one i think because like so many streamers out there want to do a charity stream they want to know what they can do and i think we've, we've got a, a good panel there so myself and stormy will be there uh jake truman from um I want to say NZPL, but it's more than that. He's with Wargaming, a company that owns uh, uh, World of Tanks and World of Warships and stuff like that. So they did a stream leading up into the ANZPL Grand Final last season. Uh, we've also got Shane Bailey from um, Game on Cancer. Um, like both of us have also like worked in, I guess, with the streaming capacity because you've done Movember. I've done. A, I did a twenty-four hour Movember stream. Wow, um, twenty-four and hours. Yeah. I've never done a twenty-four hour. I actually before. really liked it. Yeah. Hey, like I'd go and do it again. Like, did you stay up the whole time? Yeah. Oh, and I oh even did it because because like, it all all the everything just sort of lined up and the stars were shining down because I didn't shave and my beard at the time was very very wispy and very long, but. Um, the day I chose to do it on was the day the Xbox Series X came out. Oh, my God. And Assassin's Creed Valhalla came out. Oh. So I've gone and and uh, tied my, like, gotten beads put in my beard, like a Viking sort of look. And that, like, was one of the goals that I hit with the donations was just to go snip, cut them off. And, wow. Um, yeah, it was, just, it was just worked out really well. The only thing that I might do different is that um, – I started it on a Tuesday night and was going to finish leading into the weekly show. Um, so I started at five o'clock in the afternoon doing this, which uh-huh. for those of you that don't know, I was still up 
that morning. So I had to go out and pick up my Xbox and set it up and, and do some prep for stuff. So I was still up at like nine in the morning. So really my 24-hour stream, I was up for something closer to 30, 30, 30 32 hours <laughs> for. Um, which wasn't, it, like like I said, what, it, like, it felt really good though. There was only one spot that I felt really tired for. And I think that was more about game selection. But that's the sort of stuff that we can talk about at this panel. Yeah. About, about our experiences with it. And having uh, people like Shane Bailey from Game on Cancer and um, the Movember crew involved in the panel as well means that you can, we can have a chat with those providers and those charities as well and see what, um, what tips and tricks they have too. Yeah, I think it's really great. We're going to have so many different perspectives um, you know, on that panel to chat about mm -hmm. doing charity streams and for those who know me through Twitch and stuff mm -hmm. as well, um, you know how very passionate I am about charity streams. I've done uh, Starlight Game Changers every year for the last three years. I've been streaming. I've done uh, Sony Foundation, uh, Red Cross I did, I think was my, my very first one and then currently I'm doing one for um, Are You Okay Day for the week um, this week as well. So, yeah, it's something that we're obviously – like both very passionate about ourselves and um, I'm sure like the uh, rest of us on the panel will have plenty to chat about. So definitely come see us on the Friday. But I think we should definitely chat about more PAX stuff because oh, there's there just so, so much happening. It's so big. Like I, I, I know you're coming across on Thursday, but I'm coming across on the Wednesday and flying home on the Tuesday because – I'm oh, I'm old till Tuesday. Yeah, I'm I'm old and like if <laughs> I, I I've learned my lesson earlier in the year I went across to Melbourne for the World of Tanks ANZPL grand final. I flew out Friday night, went to the event on um Saturday, flew home seven AM Sunday morning and I was wrecked for the rest <laughs> of that week. So I'm not doing that this time. I'm you know, giving myself a nice little buffer either side. But even that I'm still Sitting there going, it's going to be so busy. I'm just so much to see and do, and and that's before you start factoring in catching up with people. Yeah, yeah? well, we were talking before because like, you've been part of like Pats Online the last two years, is that yep. right? Since the whole pandemic and all that. But this mm -hmm. is our first. This is my first in-person packs, and this is your first in-person packs too. It, it is. I've been to local cons here, like uh, Supernova and Comic Con, and like, you were at Pixel Expo on the weekend yeah. and um, and stuff like that. But like this I, I seems like a whole other level, well, doesn't well it, it? Well, it is because I, I, I feel like the cons that we get here, um, they, they're more sort of focused. Well, one, they're focused on pop culture more mm. than just gaming, and you don't really get stuff like the indie hall where yeah. you can go and have a look at at all the games that are coming out. You don't get to try these games. It's in fact a lot of them have just felt almost more like a selling opportunity rather than a con. Like, and th there have been panels at these things, but, like, a lot of it is just, like, yeah, it felt, felt more like it was there to, to sell stuff to you. Whereas PAX feels like there's a real community around it and just going there, meet, meeting people. You know, I'm excited to meet, and I hope he's going this time because he was going, I haven't spoken to him, but there's a, an old goer um, community member, Rossi, who started streaming with us and went full-time with streaming, does a lot of uh, GTA roleplay now, Um and I want to meet him, like, because he is just such a genuinely nice guy. Well, I have to mention as well, obviously, we're going to be here, like, as Goa for the panel, mm. but there's so many other Goa members that are also going to be oh, there yeah. for PAX as well. So if you want to see any of us, uh, definitely let us know if you're coming, because mm. that's probably a good time to try and catch us. We'll probably be at the panel. I'd like mm. to think there'll be a, quite a few Goa people there, mm. too. So definitely come say hi to us. I can see here as well, um, Natty's just shared, and this is a good segue, actually. Natty's just shared one of the articles from the Game on Oz website 
called uh, with the PAX side quest guide that Doom Cutie has put together. Uh, because as well as well, I mean, actually, before we even get to that, we should talk about what we do know is going to be at the mm. actual PAX convention because it goes over three days. So it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You can blame me for that turnabout because I've written the notes in the wrong order. Here. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there, there is just so much going on here, and um, if even if you like. Uh, Drop Bear is still not really uh, sold on packs, maybe not not really wanting to go. There's there's stuff um, as like because I I know I'm willing to meet. I want to meet people outside of that as well. So we'll probably be doing. I me personally will probably be doing some stuff outside of packs for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the indie showcase will be at packs. Oz speed runs are going to be there. So if you like speed running, you can go check that out. I'm going. I wonder if our mate Smoke will be there. Oh, for, we, we should find to. out. Ooh. I think I I know that. I want to meet so many people at PAX and when I realise just how many people I know of or haven't met in person properly is going to be there, I am so excited. <laughs> I It really makes me so happy. I'm going to fanboy so hard at Viva La Dirt League. Oh, Viva La Dirt League is so cool. There's so many uh, different content creators that are also going to be there as mm. well. Viva La Dirt League uh, do some really amazing skits i just mm. love the production quality mm. of the skits they oh, put up so particularly good. the gaming ones yeah too. they just recently did a dead by daylight series and that was awesome um now what they have uh said so far in terms of who else mm. uh, as in like companies and stuff are going to be there um we've got uh sega square enix devolver digital um, oh, I, can't, it, I really want to meet devolver digital like i just yeah. the amount of in like the amount of golden indie games that they find. I want to sit there and pick their brain and go, how do you do that? How do you find these amazing indie games? There's like a good variety of a bunch of people. There's, um, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Is it Hoyaverse? Yeah, I think, that, I think that's Impact. right. Yeah. Um, Riot Games will be there too. And then we've also got companies like AMD, Logitech, Asus. Asus. Uh, Asus. I, I call. I, I've always said it Asus because it's spelled A S U S. It's Asus. All over again. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, and HyperX and mm. Lenovo. I believe they're two. And that's just some of them. And yeah. Like we, oh, we, so many more. We haven't even listed all the amazing people that, and mm. like companies that are going to be at the indie showcase as well. So. Yeah. Um, but just just like Natty saying in chat there, got to have a chat with those indie devs because oh. they're just so passionate about what they do and and seeing what they're doing and they they just want to show it off. They, they want to show off their goods. And I, I'm there. I would like to be showing all the goods. Thank you, please, indie devs. Like, packs, like, over three days sounds like a long time. But, and I think in reality, we're just going to be like, where do we go next? Where do we go next? Because mm. there's just so much stuff going on. And that doesn't even include the stuff that's happening after packs. That's right. So this is back to Doomy's uh, pack side questing. So there's a couple of uh, events outside of, of course, Fortress Melbourne are putting on a pack Scala event there. Um, I'm really like I, I just want to get dressed up. Like I, I, there's something about putting on a suit for me. Yeah, like, it just, and fancy. That, that's that's it. And there'll be cosplay there. Actually, I've had this idea in my head for ages because mm. I've got I've actually got a green suit that I bought for St Patrick's Day. That when I used to go to that. Wait, a, sorry, when you said green suit, I thought morph suit. No, 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 no. It's actually, it's actually a green suit, like oh, that's full awesome. button-up suit and whatnot. Bright green, dark green, uh, like a brighty, brighter green Beautiful, sort of like one. Fluoro so, green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not quite fluoro, but yeah, that that sort of thing. And I've always had this idea for like a little cosplay in the back of my head where I put that on, and I've got a Mario, like a proper Mario sort of hat, and I'll go as Green Mario. Nice. Yeah, I just thought, uh, I just, uh, maybe, maybe I'll have, maybe I'll shave 
shave to get the mustache. <laughs> or I'm, even Natty said as well. That's what I was thinking, like Riddler yeah, Green. Yeah, kind of Riddler Green. Yeah, That's really cool. You should have, if, if you don't do the Mario thing, you should have like a top hat for, for Riddler. Yeah, I, and just get little question marks and put ooh. We have to clarify though. I do believe um, Fortress, uh, the PAX Gala that they are presenting um, is currently sold out ticket-wise at the moment. I'm hoping they might put some more tickets out Soon, because I have this really bad habit at the moment where I want to cram everything into <laughs> my day and night, and I wasn't sure if I could commit to it. So mm. I'm, I'm, I, when I, as soon as I found out some of you guys were going from mm. Goa, I was like, should have got it. But so well, maybe keep an eye out on their social media but, pages. But, but it's okay because Fortress Melbourne is still open to the general public as well. Because I'm oh, part of the, that the in the tavern. tavern. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I might do that. Um, I believe there's cosplay events happening as well. There is, a, I think, a cosplay. Uh, championship happening at PAX. Um, Natty, I am cosplaying. I won't be in the championships, but I'm hoping to Why go. Not? Well, uh, well, well add, it to no, the, actually, add, no, add it to the list no, of things that question. you want to do on the weekend. <laughs> that's, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, I'm not talented enough to make my own cosplay. Um, yeah. And the amazing person behind, I'm going to be Star Guardian Nilov from League mm. of Legends. I'm hoping to rock up uh, to the Riot Games, uh, you know, mm. uh, people in that on one of their days. But um, a wonderful friend of mine, um, her name's uh, Risa Fee Cosplay, mm. uh, is creating that outfit. So that's probably why I wouldn't mm. enter the competition because so I didn't make it. So is, is that a rule in cosplay con- contests where you have to have made It's very costume? strict, yeah. yeah. Like you, no, that's you, fair like enough. You, you yeah. couldn't go into a competition and not have... Uh, like you couldn't go in a bought like store bought yeah. costume. Um, well, I you think could, but it wouldn't be anywhere near as good as those oh, ones. Oh, well, have I been mean, made. you could tell. You yeah. could definitely, yeah. definitely tell. Um, I will be cosplaying, but um, I think with the fortress, like the Pax Gala, they've got a mix of like you know you could dress up formally, you can mm. go in cosplay. So uh, I don't know. We'll play it by ear. Maybe I'll still rock up maybe, there later. Maybe maybe I'll just put on my best dress and you know see what happens. But if you can't go to fortress, there is another party mm-hmm. happening. Yep. So those. Um, those in Perth might be familiar with Respawn. They, they're a pop culture um, sort of event that happens every now and then. Uh, not normally in, in a pub, we go have a drink as well, but they do things like set up video games around them as well. So you can go and do that. They always do like a little bit of a cosplay competition. Yeah. So dressing up is welcomed at these events. Um, and the gentleman that runs it, Frank, Frank Frankie, yeah. um, he is... Bussing all his gear over there, <laughs> and there is going to be um, a respawn packs after party at the Ballers Club in uh, Melbourne as well, which is really exciting. I've been uh, to a few events of respawns and stuff mm. too, and it, it's so much fun. And it's uh, I think it's a big part of the like the Perth kind of pop culture gaming scene as like a place to get together, dance, have a few drinks. Um, like I said, you know, they, you know, have cosplay or they have different themed events and stuff like th- that too. Um, I think it's really cool that this is being brought over to PAX as well. It's like a little bit of Perth coming to come to PAX, I think, which is really, mm. really nice. So um, on uh, Doom Cutie's article here, uh, they'll have some cosplay judges if you want to go to cos- and cosplay there. Uh, discounted entry for PAX ticket holders as well, and there'll be a DJ, and they've got a like a cocktail list, a photo booth. Uh, yeah, it will be really, it will be a good time. So if you can't get to Fortress or you want to go somewhere else, because I feel like mm. Fortress is going to be really 
Like, yeah. that, like everyone knows about Fortress, definitely might be considering go to the respawn after party as well. And that, that's before hearing anything that the GG Easy Bar might be doing as well. Because oh, wait, surely tell me about be, the GG Easy well, Bar. Well, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just thinking, surely they're doing something. Like, GG Easy Bar is another, like, gaming bar in Melbourne. Yeah. And uh, I don't, I'm not sure if they're doing anything or just going to throw their doors open and say, come to us. Yeah. yeah. They're going to well, be, ev- like, everyone's going to be absolutely slammed that weekend. Oh, yeah. I have, like, I'm excited to see how busy it gets because that busyness, I think, adds to the excitement, but mm. also, like, oh, man, I'm feeling for everyone working those events because that's oh. going to be insane. Mm. <laughs> but, but by the same same token, like, these after-party events, the non-PACS affiliated events, uh, like, they're being run in bars at least, so those people would be at least a little bit aware of what's what uh, what they're in for because that, yeah. that's where they work. But um, it's huge. You can't believe it. And it's only – you know what? Today is the 7th of September – PAX opens on the 7th of October. Exactly. One, One month, month away. away. One oh. month away. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait. I know, I know. Oh. Um, let us know if um, you'll be there. Yeah, who's, who's, heading, come say hi. who's heading to PAX? Or who's, who's just going to be in Melbourne and just wanting to hang out? I was going to say, if you can't make it to PAX, but you still want to check out, like, you know, some of the people at the Indie Showcase, it is all on their website as well. So if you do want to check out some of the work of the people who will be exhibiting there and things like that, definitely worth having a look and checking them out and giving them some support as well, I think is always fantastic. So, and I'm sure we'll have plenty to uh, film and post and stuff to the Goa pages and our own pages. So keep posted there too. You know what I have realised though, is like I fly out Wednesday morning, which means... I won't be here for a weekly show. I wonder if we, uh, we'll, have, we'll have to have I'll a talk. I'll be there for the weekly show. That's it. Stormy will be manning the weekly show. Oh, no. Hold on. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see if well, I've recovered my wits day. Yeah. <laughs> After Pixel on Saturday, that was one day. Right. And that, like. Oh, this, this is before PAX. Like, actually, cause I'm, I'm back for the following week. Because I, 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 I fly back home on the Tuesday. But yeah, I fly out on Wednesday. So. Yeah, the pre-pack show, oh, I won't be here for. Oh, yeah. I wonder. I'll have to be packing that night, so mm. we'll have to uh, suss out what we're going to we'll, do we'll, then. we'll sort something out. Yeah, we'll I'm sort sure we'll, we'll get it. Maybe maybe we'll get an elusive Pete back in for, maybe. for an episode. Maybe we'll sneak him in. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's packed so much going on there. But we do have some other gaming news as well. And this one's um, a little bit on the older side now, but we did have a week off. So you we know, we're going back to this because I think it's such a big story and one that is going to be interesting to see how it actually unfolds. Um, and that is that Microsoft put out a blog post, Phil Spencer in particular, about um, COD coming to Games Pass, which is huge in itself. But the the bit to me that was even bigger was that it's still going to come to all the other platforms as well that it's normally on. And look, it's, it's, don't get me wrong, it's not an altruistic move by Microsoft. It's just that COD will make them so much money on other platforms as well mm. that why would you deny that to, 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 to other platforms? To everyone who doesn't have Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think it's really interesting because they've said, you know, uh, especially with, Xbox and Activision Blizzard and all of that, and they've got titles like Diablo, mm-hmm. over, like you've got the new Overwatch 2, which is going to be free to play and things like that too. Um, it'll be interesting to see, because they haven't specified which COD games will be eventually coming to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued to know whether the new one might be. I th- I'd be very surprised if it did, to be honest. I'm excited I, I think it will. Titles. Do you I think, think so? I think it will. Um, 
we're maybe not straight away. Yeah. But it, I don't know. When's it coming out? Uh, October, I believe. So End of October, October this year. I yeah, think. I don't think it'll be on Game Pass on launch then because I'm not sure that the... the uh, because um last last COD was October, I'm sure of it. Let me have a quick look. But mm. like it's it's only around the corner now. Yeah, and Overwatch Two is only around the corner now too. But Overwatch Two is a bit different because it's free to play anyway, so it doesn't mm. matter. That, w- yeah, that was mod- like, doesn't matter if it's on. Yeah. so much bigger because yeah. you know that's one everyone buys every year. And so. and I I don't think this this acquisition is going to be because oh, they're still going through the hoops. When did they announce it? Back in March. That, oh that God, I remember us talking about it and yeah. it like didn't feel that long ago. Mm. But it, it's been a it's been a long time since since this acquisition was announced. Mm. Um, and I I honestly don't think that it will go through until the end of the year. So any titles that are coming out by the end of the year from Activision Blizzard may not end up on Games Pass. But I think after that acquisition, they will. Do you think you'll get the? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of staying on topic. I'm mm. on topic, but not. Are you going to get the new Call of Duty this year? Probably not. I'm not a big Call of Duty. Fan. I'm not a huge first person shooter fan. Mm-hmm. It it has to like a first person shooter has to do something to grab me. Like Halo is one that I will always go back to. Yeah. Um, Doom was just good chaotic fun. Doom Eternal, <laughs> I love that game. Um, and just quietly, Metal Hill Singer is good too. Um, <laughs> But but those they do something different, and that that's what, but and the CODs um, and the Medal of Honors, even though Medal of Honor hasn't had a, a game for a long time, even to a lesser extent, Gears of War for me, even though like that was yeah. more cover based, they all sort of blend in and uh, feel the same, and and it just like for me the only COD that sticks out, and only because the mission in it was just so like it made me feel icky and. That's a good thing because it was designed to make you feel icky. Was there was that mission where you're a soldier and you've infiltrated a terrorist organization and you're going through the airport killing mm. people? Oh yes, I've yeah. heard about yeah. yeah and yeah. it did get a lot of flack at the time, but mm. um, yeah, it it was. I think it did well for storytelling, but that's why it stood out to me, not because of any of the gameplay in it, because you were only walking and just shooting at people yeah, that weren't really it's shooting back. Jarring, you know, it was. It was yeah. very jarring, but that was that's the only thing of COD that sticks out to me. Yeah. Um, all the other, like they get a release every year, like they yeah. just blend into the one last, another. The last uh, one I played was the first, like the Modern Warfare. Well, what do we call it? The um, re- reboot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so before Vanguard and before Cold War, I think it was Modern Warfare. Mm. I might get this one. It's not something I get every year, but I just think going back to you know uh, Game Pass and Xbox and Activision, for them to put any Call of Duty title, I think on Game Pass is huge. Like mm. we were talking earlier, like I think Black Ops Three is still so expensive on the Xbox Store, um, and you know I like if, it's if it's just like I I just. Black Ops Three alone, they could put in Game Pass. I think that'd be huge. Mm. I think, like, it's still popular, like Zombies Mode and things like that. And, and look, it, it'll come. It will happen eventually. Because, yeah. but they haven't quite said when yet. No, they? well, they can't because the acquisition hasn't gone through. Oh, yet. Yeah, yeah, no, of course so, you did say but, that. But but as soon as soon as it does, like every oh, every single one of those CODs will show up mm. on on Game Pass. It, and the the actually the interesting thing for me will be will. Will World of Warcraft end up in the Microsoft launcher or will it continue to be its own in the, thing? In the Blizzard. Do you yeah. think they'll still keep the Blizzard launcher in general? I think they will. Um, 
mainly mainly because it the Blizzard launcher does a lot more, I think, than just launches games. Like it, it for for things like StarCraft, it's the matchmaking and mm. BattleNet does does so much of that. So I think that it would take a bit of work because the Microsoft app isn't the best, if I'm being honest. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit. It's it, it's it, got it's got room for improvement, shall yeah. we say? It's not um, terrible, but yeah, it yeah. has its moments, doesn't it? Yeah. So I I think. For, for games like World of Warcraft and, and StarCraft, they will continue using the Blizzard launcher for mm. a bit longer. Um, maybe even Diablo as well, because um, once again, I'm, I'm out of touch on that, but I'm not sure when Diablo 4 is releasing. But I, think I think it's even got a date. Yeah. yeah, oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so that one will probably end up on Game Game Pass. Um, but like when you're talking Overwatch, like that's a free-to-play game anyway, so like... Or about to be, yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry, Overwatch Two will be free to play. Yeah. So where that ends up, it doesn't really matter. But, um, but yeah, it was like I, I want to get back a little bit to the to them Microsoft saying that they're going to keep COD on uh, on PlayStation as well because that that to me seems like a big call. Like mm. you 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 spend God, how much money was it? Like seven billion dollars or something, um, and. And you want this is your playground now. This is what you want to do, and saying that you're going to let other people play in your playground in terms of the stuff that you've just bought, it, that's a big call. And yeah, yeah, COD will bring a lot of money on PlayStation. Um, it'll probably bring it bring in some extra money on stuff like Steam and and those other platforms as well. But um, yeah, I, I think it's a good move. I think I think it'll it'll keep people happy and will maybe make some. Uh, Sony fans less less. Uh, We're just sharing. Like less, less, just sharing yeah, that's it. Le- less 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 um, derogatory of Game Pass, shall we say? But um, but yeah, m- more people playing games are better. Yeah. One and thing making w- it available to more people, like keeping it that way, rather yeah. than like I don't know, uh, separating, like being like, no, 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 this is mine now. Mm-hmm. The rest of you can't have it. That's only it. only we can. Kind here's of here's the big question though, because we we've got an article up that we're we're looking at. Will Candy Crush end up in the Xbox launcher? Yes. You reckon? I, I, I don't, don't even, I, don't, I don't even know if it's on PC. If there's I'm something, <laughs> there's something in my brain that's going. Yeah, I could see it. I just I well, love that in this picture that we've got here. You've got like because they've got banners of each each game mm-hmm. like Overwatch, Diablo, Call of Duty. World of Warcraft, Candy Crush, Starcraft. Like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> everything looks really serious, and then like like Candy Crush is in, in there. But I, I kind of like that. Mm. Games yeah. for everyone. So that's that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, whether you, if you do it on mobile, you do it on console, you do it on PC. Gaming's for everybody. Yeah, let's do it. Um, but yeah, like it, it's it's an in, interesting development, and yeah, cannot wait to see what happens with the Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Yeah, that should be really interesting. I think uh, in terms of other news, uh, actually news just came out today and mm. I really want to talk about it because there's just something about this announcement that's making me, I don't know, I'll articulate myself better mm. in a second, but if you haven't seen it, PlayStation has announced their like camouflage range, if you want to call it that. So camouflage, dual sense controller, the camouflage Pulse 3D headset, and camouflage face plates. Now they're not like green camouflage. They're the uh, like the, the like a grey mm. kind of camouflage. Probably more, more, more like, a bit, bit along like the line. 
I really like this. I, what I like even more about it is like normally when you get these sort of um, color packages for console or skins for consoles, they're for a particular game. This is just camo because I love it. I love it. I love. I, I. It just. It looks so cool as well. Like rather than just the was. What were the colors that came out? White and. Oh, is this for the for PS5? the place? Yeah, yeah, for PS Five. Um. So in terms of controller colors, there's been white, black. Cosmic red, magenta, I'm calling it. I don't think that's red. Um, <laughs> like a neon, like, uh, I, don't know what the, I don't know what the proper names of them are, um, but there's like a bright pink, a bright blue. I think that's all of them. And it's a nice range of colours. Mm. I find it, just in general, I'm just like putting it out there, like you don't see a lot of bright pink or bright blue. I know that um, the PS4 range of controllers, because I have a friend of mine who collected every color controller i remember like uh, if anyone remembers the like they had a rose gold color controller at one point um and also like a nice that kind of normal like goldy color as well i love the controller varieties but i don't know the camos just never really appealed to me personally i Mm. i I think it's still like it looks cool um and i've seen so many articles today been like uh playstation 5's what our camouflage uh range but we can't see it (laughs) I've seen like, that used in numerous like different uh, phrases today. It's, it's like all, all the John Cena memes where, where he's with a fan and go, "Why is this person taking a photo of themselves?" Yeah, yeah but but yeah, like joke, jokes aside, like I like the customization in consoles, and and I think the only reason we haven't seen it more for this generation is because those consoles have just been so hard to get to begin with. Yeah, I think what I do really appreciate what PlayStation does like with the colour range I've noticed in general, is every new colour of controller they've come out with, they've done a matching uh, faceplate as mm. well. To have that, I, I don't know about like anyone else that might be listening or watching at the moment, but that kind of cohesion is really, really nice. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm actually surprised they even brought out a Pulse 3D, like, diff- like a camouflage mm. one as well, because they've well, only done white and black. In, in fairness, it's only the band that's... Um yeah, it's just which, the band, is, which is an e- easier thing to, to cover. Yeah, but, but yeah, I I like that they've done it that you can get this whole matching thing, and like on the Xbox side, we've only had the Halo console. Well, that's the thing because we I, I mentioned that to you earlier. Like the only special edition console we've seen so far is the Halo one, which I think in us talking about how scarce the consoles are at the moment, I was surprised there even was one. Mm. You know, and that's a gorgeous looking console. What I feel like, and I'm surprised that PlayStation hasn't done already, but if they had themed face plates. Now, I know there's other, like, third-party people out there and PlayStation's found them and they've gone, ah, no, you can't do that. Um, but, like, the surely it's PlayStation knows, you know, themed face plates are kind of what people want. Like, I, in my mind, if they did a beautiful, like, say, the new Spider-Man game that will come out mm. uh, that they've announced that has Venom and stuff, imagine if they did a beautiful bright red face plate and, like, kind of or embellished into it is, like... A pre-order red. bonus. I feel like they're too like I feel like they'd be too expensive to make it a pre-order well, bonus. But well maybe not a pre-order bonus but, but maybe maybe like if you've got like a deluxe version of the game that gets I don't know all the season pass or whatever that they'll inevitably release with it. Like maybe bundle it in with that cuz that's yeah. going to be 150 bucks like on just, itself. I just I imagine it in my head and I just go Sony why haven't you done this yet? Mm. Or just like a beautiful God of War one. Like I feel like they would really sell but then obviously going back to what you said before we can hardly get the consoles on mm. hand as it is, uh, but 
I don't know. Like, I, I guess a question I want to pose to everyone else is if you had a dream special edition, you know, new generation console, what would it look like? Uh, you know, what kind of theme would it have? Because I think even – did they do a Halo Elite controller, like for the new ones? Or am I imagining I don't I don't know. think they did. I think the last special edition controller they did before the new generation consoles, I feel like the Cyberpunk one might have mm. been the last one. Yeah, I, I don't think they did a special Halo controller. They, no, they just maybe released. Just the I console. think I think the 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 controller that came with the console was Halo themed, yeah, but they okay, didn't sell them separately. Yeah, yeah, it was just a normal controller. You're right, Charlie. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. I just I've, I mean, in a in an ideal world where we do, like, everyone has a PS Five <laughs> and everyone has an Xbox Series X. I would. I'm just curious to know what themed like what if you could have a themed one well i wouldn't be uh xbox or playstation it's gonna be uh it would it would be yeah it's gonna be zelda (laughs) it's definitely zelda because like all i can think of is like because as we're talking about this i'm thinking of the last sort of themed thing i bought and it was the skyward sword legend of zelda theme um joy cons -Cons, yeah yeah and they look so cool and i just want like a whole Legend of Z- like they do the wraps for for the docking yeah. station, but like some, something for the same. switch. No, nah, no, nah, but but also like it's harder to do with the switch because it's portable. Like, well, let's mm. bring Nintendo into this equation for a moment as well because I don't know if anyone's seen it, but their their latest, I think it's out now, or they announced it or whatever the case was, because they've already done a special edition OLED and it's for Splatoon three that's coming mm. out tomorrow, which I think is really cool. It's their first mm. special edition OLED. Um, do you have the OLED? No, I, I, I don't play in handheld enough, uh, so yeah, the OLED no, up, see, screen I, upgrade I'm the wasn't same good. As well, yeah. but like I, um, sorry, not wasn't good for me. I should say, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think I love how creative Nintendo gets with mm. their special edition stuff. They've always impressed me. Like I've got the Animal Crossing Switch, um, which I don't have the heart to trade in for the OLED because it's the Animal Crossing yeah. Switch. Like come exactly, on. why would you trade in the, the like? I've got um, a Majora's Mask 3DS. Like the one that came out when Majora's Mask 3D came yeah. out, and like I, there's no way in hell I'm trading that. I've still got the box yeah. for it. Like I played played the shit out of the screen is scratched to shit, but yeah, uh, but I've, yeah, it's still there. It's still cool, and I, I'm I've been sitting there trying to think of other like because generally I'm not like uh, one of those, not not a, not not a collectible sort of person. I've gotten yeah. more into it in the last few years, mm. and I. I now I wish I'd like collected a lot of those consoles. Like mm. the Nintendo sixty four, like how many different col- like the, there was the see through purple ones, there was a yellow yeah. one for Donkey Kong um sixty four. There was just a whole heap of stuff that that got released for it. Actually one one it wasn't a console but um the the Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. In the States, they w- if you didn't pre-order it, it was a normal grey cartridge, but if you pre-ordered it, you got gold. But oh, that's he- cool. But here in Australia, they were all gold. Oh, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, love, I, have n- I, I have never seen a grey Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time cartridge. Yeah, it, right. It's because they were all gold here. And... Um, but yeah, even like the the controllers for the Nintendo sixty four, like mm. there were that many different colors for them, and not not just skins, but proper colors, and like yeah. you don't, and you think for a controller that would be the way, like that, that's the way to go. But also thinking about it, most consoles these days aren't built for split screen multiplayer. They're not mm. built for couch co op. They're they're playing online. So generally, you sell 
one, maybe two controllers that go with a console these days, whereas the Nintendo 64 was the multiplayer console. Yeah. So it was worth it because people were going to buy those extra controllers. Mm. Yeah, and I think like a lot of – when I do see themed controllers, they're generally wired ones as well. Mm. So it's, it's good when you can get a nice wireless special edition yeah. controller. And yeah, and they're not like – Xbox or Sony ones because I've got a, um, yeah. a, t- a Tiny Tina Wonderland wired controller. But it was done by PowerWave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, done by PowerWave. So you, you you get those sort of third party controllers, and it doesn't feel as good as the, yeah. the, the proper Xbox Series X controller. Like it just, I will say that for Xbox, like their innovations, like just the the tactile grip on the back mm. of the Series X controller, just. It's, it's with the with the new gen controllers, yeah. Like with the gri- yeah, yeah, it's, it's very so subtle, good. but yeah. it's nice, isn't it? It is. It just feels better sitting in your hand, and like to the point where I notice it when I go back to an old another controller that doesn't have it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think Charlie Golf said up there like you don't see Sony licensing a PS fridge, which was. My, I'm still waiting on my Xbox fridge. It got delayed. It's supposed yeah. to be the end of September now. But I think Charlie's oh. got delayed. I, th- well. I think everybody's. Did. Like everyone's yeah. fridge has been delayed. Uh. I don't know. I think I'm. I've still got my original white DualSense controller, and mm. I don't know whether this is an unpopular opinion, but I actually love the shape of the new PS5 controllers. Mm. They just feel nicer in my hands. I've I, heard I, lots of good things about the PS5 I controller. I really like it. Uh, I am just holding out one day for a Spider-Man controller so I can trade that white one in and get that instead. Because, I mean, the, the plain colours are nice, but I want something a little bit more special. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I've, I've got, like, I think that my most favourite collectible Xbox controller I have at the moment is the Sea of Thieves one. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah. Was that the one that came in, like, the chest? I wish it came in the chest. It was it, just on its uh, own and it was uh, this beautiful purple colour and it's got a bit of a glow on it and then the the, the trigger that you would, you would use to dig up the gold, mm. it was that one trigger was gold. <laughs> it was cool. It was so, so cool. And I just hope once all the consoles and the controllers, you know, come into regular stock and, you know, that, you know, when everyone has one, we can start seeing more of those controllers again because they're so much fun. Um, not mm. just for collecting, but just you know, a little bragging rights. Like, yeah, oh, I got the CSS controller. I've so got just casually bring it out for play. I'm just gonna get this. Oh, here oh, we go. Wow, Look at this. Oh, things. I'm just gonna polish this up a little bit. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but um, no, it's all, always nice to show off that sort of stuff. Um, and I think uh, that's probably about that it. We've we've gone for about an hour now, a bit shy of an hour. So um, thanks everybody for tuning in for watching. Thank you, Aussie Broadband and uh, Bloody Good Games of the Week. Yes. So good. I'm going home right now to play more Tinykin. Tinykin? Yeah, Tinykin. Not, not Heineken. I'm not having a beer. <laughs> it's not a Heineken. Um, but, but yeah, no, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, it's been great to see you all and we will see you all next week. Bye.